Greetings, Eelboy Genius here, and welcome to the Over the Top Podcast, the most brutally honest and offensive podcast for freelancers, coaches, consultants, and professional service providers of all flavours who are sick to the back teeth of being led on, fobbed off, given the runaround and goated by time wasted wannabes, tie kickers, and price buying window shoppers. And if you're brave enough to be a maverick and swim against the glutinous tide of Me Too mediocrity, and you're happy to ruffle feathers, step on toes, and slaughter sacred cows, then gird your loins, pin back your ears and pay attention. If you need to urgent or you just want any of the resources we mentioned in the podcast, email holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk and she'll take care of you. I'm a father, so I take a cut. Anyway, let the mayhem begin. Hello, everyone. Can't help yourself. No. Cannot help yourself. I, I, I want to start the podcast in a strange way by embarrassing myself, but I do that usually just by talking. Yeah, I have an ingrown hair that I've picked the fuck out of, and it now looks like I have a giant zit on my chin. Why are you telling me that? Because it's gross. Look at it. Yeah, but your whole fucking face is gross. That's just one more gross bit on a gross face. I am. To be fair. I am a slightly above attractive young man. <laughs> Leave me alone. Who fucking said that? Who <laughs> fucking said that? Oh, yeah, well, one's mother is a great fucking source of objectivity when it comes yeah. to child looks. And she only called me mildly above. <laughs> yes, you're mildly attractive, Connor. <laughs> Thank you, mother. Well, when I was in bed with your mother last week, she didn't say anything like that. When I was in I your mother's grave gone. last week and fucking skull-fucking her actual Well, skull. there you go, you see. My mother hasn't got a grave. We scattered her fucking ashes, so I know you're making it up. Shit. When I was <laughs> snorting lines of her ashes snorting with my girlfriend tits. So I've got a fucking funny story about scattering mum and dad's ashes for another day. Another day, is it? Well, I could tell today if you like, but... No, we'll hold tell it. Tell it now. Oh, go on, then. Oh, uh, my dad popped his. Well, mum died in 2005, just before Valentine's Day. So we joked that dad had been spared the expense of buying fucking cars, you know, because he was he was that tight. If he'd have bought one before, he'd take the fucker back. Um, so she died in 2005. So dad, being dad, he's got her ashes on the mantelpiece, and he didn't spend any money whatsoever on a nice jar and it was just this plastic fucking sweetie jar with a with a crematorium label on it you know <laughs> it literally was like that and then he says well when i go get me cremated and just scatter us both at um thornton reservoir thornton water in Leicester, which is his favorite place so time passed 10 years later the old man pops his cult and me and my brother do the necessary get him cremated and we got his two fucking urns so he says, oh, we're going to smack his ashes just like he wanted to. Then. Oh, fine. So we get to this fucking, it's a, it's a rainy, I think it's a, when, a January morning. It's fucking cold and grim. It's Leicestershire, for fuck's sake. So now you're not supposed to just scatter ashes everywhere because they're called human remains. That's what they're classified. Um, <clears throat> which is absurd. So you, you need a license and shit. So <laughs> being us, we thought, fuck that. So we just... Went onto this reservoir and found out he didn't have a place he wanted to be scattered particularly. So we found out what looked like a fairly nice place. And there was a park keeper kind of in his van, you know, a couple of hundred yards the other side of the lake. And bearing in mind, me and my brother, we, we look very similar. We both, we look like Phil Mitchell and his brother. Phil and what's his name? I don't know, but... Uh, the Kenneth, 
Yeah, the Mitchell. Like the Mitchell. Bald head, long leather coats. We, we look like a couple of fucking thugs, which isn't too far wide of the mark, to be fair. So the parkey is not going to come over and say, what do you think you're doing? Because we really just said, what does it look like? And we just done it anyway. But we wanted to be discreet. We didn't want to cause a fuss for the sake of it. So I got mum's ashes. He decided he'd do dad's. No, I said, I did dad's. He did mum's. That's fine. So I did my dad's first. I had no idea what to expect. So I take the lid off this fucking urn. And I just go, woof, into the bushes in the bottom of this tree. Oh, my fucking God. We wanted to be discreet, right? <laughs> There's this gigantic fucking mushroom cloud. Of dust. It looked like fucking Nagasaki all over again, honestly. And this fucking park creep is like this. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? So my brother's downwind, of course. So he's hit by this fucking mushroom cloud, all the fallout. He's like, oh, fucking, I've got my dad all over me. So he goes and puts mum into this same kind of place and scatters a bit more, bit more sedately, you know. And we, we drive off and he's just, just fucking hanging around. Oh, we find him bits of my dad and my underwear all day. <laughs> fucking crazy, man. So that was doing, I wrote an entire email about it. Perhaps I'll send it again to the list. But yeah. um, it was fucking hilarious. You know, That's life as an aspect. You just don't care about this. I'm pretty sure my brother's on the spectrum too, but he denies it. He's, he's not. Brett has so been tested. There was a park keeper and he was probably thinking there's a couple of geezers in leather coats Chucking anthrax everywhere. Fucking <laughs> 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 biological weapon. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't going to tackle us. There's no way. It's, it's way outside his fucking... And he, he probably didn't fucking care, to be honest. Oh, you, why did he care? Probably on fucking, what, 12 euro an hour? Yeah. He's, I mean, he, unless he was the real fucking jobs were. Yeah. <clears throat> but we, we, we did look the part. We look, we, look, we look like you don't want to fuck around with these guys because they're not the type to fuck around with. And we're not, to be fair. <laughs> so anyway that, that that was my dad's ashes and mum's ashes so anyway the podcast <laughs> the podcast uh talking of ashes my family is obviously far more civil uh, we still have my nan's ashes and it was my dad's birthday recently and we turned some of the ashes into a ring and my word do they do these companies fucking have you by your bollocks guess how much it is to have three grand. no no it's 600 quid to mix in some ashes with some resin. Oh, my word. Yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah, it's funny you should say that because... Resin and ashes. I mean, I, I think that's really fucking tacky, to be fair. And <laughs> about... Well, here's what happened, right? It was back in end of 2015, I believe. No, end of 2014, maybe. Anyway, Rosie was living in there. And dad, dad died. So what, but the way it worked is Sarah's dad died on the 28th of October. My dad died on the 10th or 11th of November. We're not quite sure when. My, fa- my ex-father-in-law died a few days later. We lost three in three weeks. Now, one is unfortunate. Two is a coincidence. Three is just plucky, plain careless, to be fair, you know? So we then had this fucking tour of the UK to do three funerals in the space, uh, two funerals, yeah, three funerals in the space of um, well, about three or four days. It was quite a tour. We've got the kid logistically. It was quite a nightmare. Now, back to the ring. I will lay in bed after, not long after Sarah's dad had been cremated. So I think it was again in the January. 
And Sarah got this text. So she looks at her and she says, I really don't know what to say to this. I says, what is it? She says, well, it's Jane, my sister. She's getting dad made into, his ashes made into a ring. And she's asking if I want one. And I says, well, do you? She says, why the fuck would I want one? Me, <laughs> me dad stuck to my finger. How do you know? You know you're basically walking around with your dad's scrotum on your finger. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, you just don't know this. So what's going to happen? So this bird Jane, it's her sister. When she's giving her husband a fucking blowjob, uh, sorry, a hand job. Right? <laughs> for, for all you know, he's got his fucking ex, his dead father-in-law's scrotum rubbing up and down his cock. I'd like that. Who's daddy now? Oh, yes, so would I, obviously. <laughs> but... <laughs> Fucking creepy and weird is it to want to wear a part of a dead body on your hand? I mean, I realise it's dead body, yes, ash in it. I realise that, but it's it's technically the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd well, have a fucking sphincter on your finger, you know. I'd be fine with my mother's clit on my finger, my dad's scrotum. It wouldn't be the first time, would it? To be fair, uh, no, it wouldn't. Anus hole, but I'd draw the line at their big toe. I would not want their big toe on my finger. I thought you had a foot fetish though. If not for my mum and dad. I bet you do, don't you? Liar. <laughs> no, I bet you used to come home from school. I used to come home from school and jerk off into your mum's fucking flip No, my mum has some awful feet. That was just me then? Just you. Yeah, it was just you. I always wondered why she she kept getting stuck to the pavement when we was on holiday. I was thinking about my mum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the podcast, we keep getting... We keep talking about aggressive, don't we? We do. Jude, what did we write down for us to talk about today? It's about handling the inquiry. And oh, it's actually pertinent to what's happened this week. To oh, be honest. So you you mentioned something about the Facebook group, John. Tell oh, me yeah, I, what, I, what happened. Well, this it's fucking hilarious. And it, there's a lot of marketing messages, uh, lessons to be, to be learned here. But it is actually pertinent to talking about how to handle inquiries. Because a little while ago, a woman posted almost almost a how-to of how to deliver a proposal. And I commented on this thread. Um, I said, uh, make sure you get paid first. All right. Makes sense, doesn't it? So she said, she came back and said something. I mean, I've got all the screenshots. And why, why I say that, we can print them in. Um, well, that's important. So I said, she said, um, isn't that a little bit like giving them the engagement ring before, before your first date, at sending them an invoice for the, for the proposal? And I said, well, she said, yeah, nice theory. I said, it's not a theory. It's what I and my clients do anyway. And I said, I also charge for initial consultations. And then she asked a question, which I can't remember what it was. Again, I got the screenshot. So I sent her a DM. I connected her and sent her a DM and said, um, Ari, your question. Here's a PDF, downloadable PDF, which answers your question. It's quicker than me typing in war and peace into a comment. Because it's not it's just a two-lining, you know? There's an entire yeah. book. And she said, oh, thanks for that. I'll take a look. And I said, I'm obliged, mom. Thought nothing more of it. And yesterday, I got a load of uh, screenshots sent to me by one of my clients, one of my girls, who's in a Facebook group on, and it was these, what, this woman was among these women, 
but it was a group of women who'd taken a screenshot of my profile on LinkedIn and were basically having a feeding frenzy of it. I'll read some of them to you. I'll send them to you personally later on. And I think I'm going to put these on a website on, my, on a blog post because I'm, I'm quite disgusted with what actually occurred afterwards. Now, in order, and the woman said, my, my client said, hi, John, I thought carefully about sharing this with you and decided that I would, as A, I know you won't get upset, and B, you might even be pleased or amused your marketing is working so brilliantly. So you can see this is kind of the kind of screenshot I got. You perhaps see that. Kind of, yeah. There's you can me. see that there's a screenshot, yeah. So I can't quite read the first one, but comments such as, I kind of feel like I need a shower after reading this. They're talking about my profile on LinkedIn. So one is, uh, I kind of feel like I need a shower after reading this. Um, bath. Let me mansplain to you how to run your business. This, this is not mansplaining. What? I know. Mansplaining what? is very specifically speaking to a woman differently from how you would speak, speak to a man. I would speak to a man exactly the same fucking way. This is mansplaining. Mansplaining. This how to run a business. business. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not mansplaining. No, no of matter course how it condescending isn't. I might be, it is absolutely and categorically not mansplaining because I, I would speak to men the same way. I've finished yet. Uh, this is amazing. This is so good. This dude either has a superiority or inferiority complex, and I'm not quite sure which. This is a whole new level of mansplaining. Wow, <laughs> this is disgusting. Wow. Thank you. I preemptively blocked him wouldn't want him to be suggested to me in any possible context. Get this one. Pseudo Dom who can't satisfy intimately seeks subs to humiliate in business. Now, <laughs> let, let's, let's, get, let, let's be clear on this. I thought these woke people believed it was inappropriate to make sexual suggestions to, about others. And, and indeed, to question and comment upon their sexual identity, their sexual polarity, their gender identity, all those things. So why is she doing this to me? She's completely wrong, actually. I'm more of a sub than a dom when it comes to women. But never mind that. Isn't it inappropriate? Seriously. Yeah. It's better. It's better. Today has been wild, but this might actually take the cake. Then my client says have any of you actually worked with him i have and it was insanely helpful and of course nobody replied one woman did reply to that she said i would never trust someone who doesn't want me to second guess what they say fair enough that's not a personal choice to which my reply replied why would you pay him to coach you in the first place if you're going to argue with him that's the only <laughs> comments anyone ever anyone made on that so when it comes to objective evidence that this guy actually knows what we're talking about nothing they're attacking not me it's not my ideas yeah but there's oh, more. No this idea. is where it gets really... Now, those things, it's just water off the duck's back. I think it's brilliant because it's free marketing. But um, somebody said, and this woman, whose thread I just read actually a little while ago, I related yeah. to about the mm -hmm. question. She said, yes, he shared some of his horrible unsolicited advice on my latest LinkedIn post. Creepy dude. And someone else said, yes, that's where I discovered him. And he followed his comments up with a DM and some downloadable PDF guide. Now, here's exactly what I said in that DM. And I said, I've got the screenshots and I'm not afraid to use them. I said, Ari, your question. This is my book, open brackets, not a pitch, so fret ye not to close brackets. Easier to send this than to type war and peace in a comment. Ha ha, thanks, I'll give it a read. Oblige, mom. 
Is that creepy? If you find that creepy, you've got more fucking problems than I can possibly help you with. Somebody's seen oh, an opportunity to jump on a bandwagon there. Some more comments about me. It's a troll post. His website has so many grammatical errors. Anyone who even emailed this fool deserves whatever they get. Um, no, he needs a permanent block from all females. <laughs> all None females. of these women know me. And then, 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 again, there were no comments back on this except from my client. I don't know. Seems pretty innocuous to me. He even tells you what his strategies are. Targeting clients, optimizing pricing, and developing a system. He even says he's autistic in the description, which I know is not an excuse to be a turd, but it's a factor to consider in social situations. Yeah, she's right. Plus, if he's if he's keyed into targeting marketers, he wants you to think, then this really is speaking to his ideal client. If you're not going to be paying his bills, then why? Then, then quit paying him unnecessary attention. And then uh, I'm not a pick me, and that by that she means she's not someone who wants to be picked up. She's not on the on the market on the game, you know. Um, but it, I'm guessing his ideal client is an actual market segment. Yes, it is. Women who like working with fucking men. These women have just disqualified themselves with their fucking vituperative comments. Um, this thread is basically free advertising for him. I never would have heard about him otherwise. And then someone said, if you're serious about adding a minimum 100k to your bottom line, because that's what I say, because that's what I can do, scam, scam. Scoots are grasping at their last draws of control of women. Sorry, man, the age of the feminine has arrived. What? <laughs> I know, I know, right? I know. What does that um, mean? <laughs> well, is this how we find dates? Please, please tell me what I face as a woman. If what? you think this is a dating approach, that's a problem you have. Oh my God, excuse the blasphemy, but how do these people even exist? Taxi for this come. Taxi? Yeah, I'll bring that one. That's brilliant. That's fucking been, brilliant. And this woman, I didn't read this. She says, here's some more. She sent me some more, which I've already read out. Um, oh, hang on a minute. Oh, no, I've already read that out to you. Uh, basically, any woman who dares disagree with the pack of other women is called a pick-me, and she only disagrees to be seen as one of the boys and have men fancy her. These are yeah. women talking about other women. Yeah, I've they been call called them uh, pick mishas I've never heard of that before. I've been yeah. called, open quote, CEO of the pick me's, open brackets, on a different post, but a similar subject, a man being attacked online. They're sharing, the thing is, she says, they're sharing my PDF. Are right. they? <laughs> yeah. So that's what she says here. Uh, I hope one of them reads it and makes some more money. Yeah, so do I. Uh, as she says, if they hate me so much, why are they sharing my PDF? Here's the thing, they're attacking me, not, not my ideas, not my work, not my methods, not my book. The only one who's even come close to attacking anything I do is the woman who said, I've got grammatical errors. Quite possible because I don't type, I don't pay much attention to what I type, I just do it quickly because I'm in a hurry. You know? Yeah, for it's a fucking, It's brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, it's, they've, and I'm genuinely, you know, I, I, it's water off the dog's back. Holly, my daughter, just for the listeners, he, you know Holly. My daughter Holly. <laughs> I hire her. You've been shagging her, haven't you? No. My, oh, no, sorry, that was me. Um, <laughs> my daughter is absolutely fucking living. She is fuming. 
Yes. Um, my, my women clients, and they've all seen the screenshots, they are incredulous. They are, some of them are angry. Um, phrases like two-faced bitch needs a good fucking have come out. And this is women again talking about other women. Now, the, anyone listening to this is probably thinking, what the fuck, John? Um, I genuinely don't care. Water from the book's back. I'm stoked by, na- by nature, also by nurture. Uh, and the really important thing to me is this is a superb marketing thing. It, it sh- I, Dan Kennedy says, if you're not pissing someone off by lunchtime, you're not doing much of anything at all. This is the third attack, thread of attack I've had this, this week. So I'm doing something fucking right. You know? Yeah. And if you go to the thread on LinkedIn, and we can even post the link somewhere if you like underneath the podcasts, if people want to see it. Um, and I'm not going to name this woman. I use her first name. Her first name is Jessica. And I think she's the only Jessica on my friend, my connection list. So if you want to find her, you can. Um, I'm not going to tag her. I'm not going to message her herself. And I probably won't even comment on her thread again. But here's the thing, you know, I have got so many women on commenting on that on that thread. I've got women connecting with me. What what do they, what are they trying to achieve by this? Seriously, what are, it's like they're not got the courage to do it to my face or or directly on or, or, or LinkedIn or anything else. If I hadn't been told by Roz, then I wouldn't have known about it, so it couldn't have affected me. What do they hope to achieve? What what are they? How is it putting their business forward? How is it getting them clients? There's been other women in the group who've remained silent and said in the comments to the thread I wrote on LinkedIn, said, yeah, I, I saw this and couldn't quite believe what was going on. What is wrong with them, Connor? Seriously. <sighs> Ugh, it's, it's so many things, isn't it? It's... Oh, it's, you don't want to open that box. You do, want to, you do not want to look in that box. Have you seen the film Alien? Uh, not for a very long time. I was very young when I saw it. The guy, John Hurt, leans over the egg. Yeah. Yeah, open yeah. it up and he looked yeah. and he goes Bleh! fucking yeah. face hugger well yeah. that's what it's like you don't want to look in this it's a fucking oh. mess it's 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 pathetic it's pathetic yeah, it's tragic, man it's uh you know everyone's entitled to their opinions and if they would think you're a scam a creepy guy to fight, yeah. to fight well on, on that is, topic on that topic, I, I'm, I won't, when I say I won't let this go, I'm not going to keep having a go at her individually and I'm not going to pursue her and demand an explanation or an apology. I don't mean I won't let it go in that way. But I'm not going to let it drop in the sense that I'm going to keep talking about it because she, she's crossed a line between having a go at me and I don't like you, you're horrible, you must be a white supremacist and you've got a beard and a bald head. I don't give a shit about that. But she's crossed the line because she's actually accusing, she's gone beyond name-calling an attitude called, you know, criticizing attitude. She's gone on, she's gone to essentially to make an accusation. She is implied I was inappropriate with her words. And I'm not, I won't tolerate that. Because that that is a, that's besmirching my reputation. You know? If you say you think I'm creepy to look at, don't care. But to say your behavior is creepy when it fucking well isn't. Even Vicky Fraser, arch feminist, even Vicky Fraser, <laughs> next level bullshit. Next level bullshit. Do, do you know what the irony is? The irony of the whole thing is this 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 woman, Jessica, uh, put up a LinkedIn post uh, for a template about proposals. Now, you know, fair enough. 
everyone goes through their journey as a when they're starting their business and whatnot and they figure things out she obviously thinks she's she's struck gold with this proposal template fair enough jessica we're a cut above you we are several levels above you and where you are are right now Uh, to attack john the way you have in terms of his character is is fine you you are entitled to do that but it's it's incorrect and you're lying and you even thanked him for sending the pdf oh, no. in oh, no, in the dms um is it, the the two don't make sense we do things called action plans yeah we have yeah, we systems and processes where we and our clients get paid for that you can continue working for free and you can continue sharing that proposal template out to other freelancers who will also continue working for free. You are the sort of person that we are either trying to educate and if you won't budge, you are our nemesis because you are holding back the freelancer community we and the freelancer market. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous game, Jessica. Well, and I'm, I'm thing, sure man. for you it was very flippant, but you, you need to think carefully about when you type and attack someone in that manner because it's 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 especially 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 when they are so much further ahead than you are on the same racetrack yeah and i just want to say that that isn't a threat that is a genuine genuine bit of advice think think more carefully when 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 you're typing don't thank someone in the dms for giving you something for free and then go on to call them creepy and whatnot. And fair enough, you might come back and say, John's really scary and you didn't want to tell him no um, because you might not have the confidence to do that. But it's, it's, it's unacceptable, in my opinion. Well, in which case, why didn't you say he was scary? Or I, I find his attitude and his looks intimidating. Fine. Why accuse him of being creepy? That's, that's got a very particular meaning, hasn't it? You know? Yes. It Here's does. the thing, right? Here's the thing. They attack... They don't attack my ideas. They attack me. Yeah. If they wanted to know what I actually like, what 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 my my stuff is like, does it work or not? Why not do it? Never mind what I'm like. Never mind me. Do the stuff. See if it works. If they want to know what I'm like towards women, why not speak to my wife? Speak to my fucking kids. Speak to my clients. And if you really want to know what I'm like, why not speak to me? Yeah. Because why that doesn't fit their narrative. Hey. Doesn't fit the narrative, does it? It doesn't. No, of course, it fucking doesn't. Right? It, it, it's it's. I mean, on a personal level, it's amusing. I mean, my mate Ross says you'd probably be amusing. Yeah, I was. It was ironic, great. Holly and my my like my EBGS are fucking angry about it. I'm just fucking laughing. I'm using it. I'm gonna milk it for what it's worth because it's great publicity. It shows what I'm doing is the right thing because I'm pissing people off. On a professional level, it's fucking profoundly disappointing. But we've got this, and we've got an entire gaggle of, of women who are in a in a in a business where they can make a real difference to their own lives and probably the lives of their families, and they just won't because they're fucking vile, or their behaviour's vile. Not them as people, but their behaviour's vile. Yeah. Do they really think what, what kind of clients are they going to going to get with that behaviour? And the, and the thing is as well as as you just intimated a minute ago, their approach is shit, and mine works. They do free proposals. I actually saw a post this morning. This is nothing to do with what we've been talking about. I saw a woman today, quite understandably, posting and saying she'd been ghosted by a firm. And what happened was, um, I, did, I only scanned it, so I, was, I think I was on my bike in the, in the bar. Um, she, she was a website designer. Seemed like a perfectly nice woman. Um, she 
she'd taken on what she called a client, got a start date, got the project brief all set up. She'd sent the invoice, so she hadn't been paid. So they're not a client at all, they're a prospect. So, but she'd still done all this work. And then the date came to the day came to start work. She heard nothing. She emailed them, nothing. She emailed them, nothing. She emailed them again, and eventually they replied and says, we, We're not going ahead, we haven't got the money. And her point was, I've done all this work, I've not been paid, I've put my business on hold for all this time, and I've turned away other paying work to give them time to give these people my time. The crucial thing is she's not been paid yet. And you know, I do have some sympathy for her because it's, it's a shit situation to be in. But it's her fault 100%. Because if she followed my advice, well, not that I gave her it, but if she followed my, my method, the well-fed, the well-fed freelancer method, that would never have happened. That cannot happen to anyone who follows my advice. Because the way we deal with inquiries is you get an inquiry and it will come in. And, and usually it's something like, can we have a chat? Can I pick your brain? I've got some work needs doing. Would you take a look at it? Our website's not converting. It needs an update. Would you have a look? I've got some copy. Would you have a look at that? You know, it's something like that. I've got my logo once revamped. Here's my old one. It's something like, here's what I have now. Here's where I am now. I want to get somewhere else. Can you help me? And what, what people do is say, yeah, I can help you. And here's how I do it. Yeah? Let's get on the phone. Let's get on Zoom and have an hour's chat. There was one bloke recently posted. He had four one-day meetings and they ghosted him for free what with the same company or four separate companies same company what oh yeah he was, he was really close to clinching the deal he was never close now, with each you know, meeting know, he got further and further away because they were windmilking this country well yeah it's, it's fucking crap I mean, i'm not going to go into it now one we haven't got time and two it's not fair on the people who pay us for this advice because, you know, we can too. I go into this in, in exquisite detail with slides and shit about why, why prospects do this and, and how they do it and what the warning signs are. Now you can, I, mean, I can spot these people in my way. One of the things I do in my one-on-one mentoring is they, I, I do, I teach them CAF. Yeah, obviously, and I give them the stuff and I drip feed it to them. And we, we talk about it and I, I weekly calls or fortnightly calls. But the real power comes from the, the real-time WhatsApps they'd give me. And I don't get a lot of them, but they have the privilege, and they pay for it, they have the privilege of WhatsApp means I've had this inquiry screenshot, what do I say? And because I'm so experienced at this, I can say, well, that's, that's not, it's not a scam. I'll use the word scam because it's not. But uh, you know, they're, they're pulling your leg. It's I can tell, and here's why I can tell. And it's, it's like porn. I, I can't describe it, but I, can, I don't want to say it. It's just the way they use the words. And... and Freelancers get sucked in by this for the while. So what, what we do, and this is more for the listeners than for Connor, what we do is we've got a system, step by step. You get an inquiry in, and there are three questions you need the answer to. And that you, you, those questions, those answers must always be yes, right at the beginning and all the way through your entire relationship with the client, with the prospect and then the client. And the, the questions are, can I help this person? Do I want to help this person? And probably most crucially, can and will this person pay me to help? If any one of those is ever anything but yes, you have to stop. Otherwise, you're working for free. And it's just, it's just so fucking easy and obvious. So sending in proposals and attending four-day meetings without being paid, 
you don't know if they've got the money. And of course, that woman who posted this morning, they didn't have the fucking money. And it must, I know it must really fucking suck. And it probably doesn't help her any, me saying to her, it's your own fault. But it is. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. It's her own fault. She, she could have avoided that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the old adage, isn't it? Someone who goes through the windscreen because they weren't wearing a seatbelt. Or you say, you know, it's, I'm really sorry you had your face smashed in. I mean, that, that must suck that you got, you're blind now because you've got glass in your eyes and your, your nose is kind of three foot wide. But you could have worn your seatbelt, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, someone yeah, dying yeah. of COVID because they didn't vaccinate. Well, it's, it's fucking sucks, man. But you had the chance. Oh yeah, playing with fire, you might get and, and it is a choice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've had people say this is a moral issue. Charging up front is a moral issue. No, it isn't. It's absolutely not. It's being fairly rewarded. And, and you know, if you're worried that clients won't do it because um, you're going to run off with their money, which is a leg- legitimate concern that came up yesterday in our uh, um, support call for Cap Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ways to secure payment so it's beyond reach of either of you individually. Escrow, payment trusts, trusted third parties. So that you, they pay the full amount into a trust. So the, you know the money's there, but it won't be released until they've grieved on the work. And there are, there are safeguards in place so they can't just say, no, we're not happy, no, we're not happy, no, we're not happy. They can't just do that. And they certainly can't just take it back. Yeah, and furthermore, things like that become far easier when you work on inbound marketing, proper lead generation, proper lead nurturing. And yeah. if you got your positioning set up properly, well, then people just pay you the full amount up front anyway because it's like, oh, I get to work yeah, with this I, person. The only time I've ever used escrow was when I sold a website for 30K. And there was no other reasonable way of doing it. I mean, he could have given me the 30K and I would have honoured it. You know that. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that. And quite rightly, too, he didn't trust me. And that's fine. So we used escrow.com. Fine. Mm-hmm. It worked. But I've never, ever had to use escrow otherwise. Because people, but I've got a fucking reputation, which looping back to this woman is why it's so important to me to set the record straight. I, I trade on my reputation as much as my knowledge. Yeah. And furthermore, furthermore we have a rule that... We get paid up front. We get paid up front. And we our positioning is strong enough and it's clear enough in our message that we get paid up front. If the the direct debit bounces, you're being chased. If you don't reply, you're gone. You're not getting our shit. There are are consequences for long payment. Furthermore, um, escrow, by even bringing it up, uh, helps disqualify people um i've told yes. the story before haven't i of trying yeah. to buy an iphone uh they were telling me that they had issues with their paypal so they wanted bank transfer i said i'm not doing that uh, i'm happy to use escrow um explained it to them said i'll cover the extra costs uh, and whatnot because i wanted this phone it was you know the right network right color good condition uh what was brand fucking new um and he said no and instantly that told me well you're looking to scam me <laughs> anyone who won't use escrow or a, or a trusted third-party payment thing because there's no legitimate reason not to at all they've either decided they're going to scam you already yeah they want the option of scamming you mm-hmm. not paying you or they don't have the fucking money in the first place and they're either relying on cash flow or something to happen in the meantime to better have to better pay you yeah now, now that last one isn't really dishonest and they have all the, the intentions of paying you and, and goodwill, but goodwill doesn't buy groceries. And you're a fool. You know, you're, there's no fucking reason for them not to pay 
into an escrow account if they want, walk away. Yeah. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? Well, those women are showed. Yeah, and people think it's acceptable to defer payment when someone says, oh, I'll pay you when I get paid. People think, oh, yeah, that's understandable. You know, I can relate to that. It's terrible. You're extending the line of credit and you're relying on a third party. It's something that you're completely <laughs> removed from the process and the control of them getting paid or not to rely on you getting paid. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's stupid. But people think it's acceptable. I know. It's... I just I despair. So like I said, on a professional level, it's profoundly disappointing that these, these women prefer to take a, a very emotional, personal view of someone rather than listening to what they say. It's, it's about shooting the messenger, really. Um, yes. I think we mentioned it last week, didn't we, about... Did we mention yeah, yeah. it last week? Yes, we did. Well, we did. We, uh, we, we right, human history, shooting the messenger has been verboten for a good reason. And the yes. Mongols would invade entire fucking countries and destroy empires if you killed their messengers. And everybody knew it, so nobody did it. <laughs> or not more than once, anyway. You know, they didn't have to do it many times. No, no. no. I, I say I, it's profoundly dis- disturbing that. And, and what makes it worse? And we've had this conversation you and me privately. You know, and for anyone who's listening to this, you're a freelancer. Take note, please. The freelance market is booming. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger because people are realizing through as a natural. I think, I think it would have happened anyway, but. But COVID has accelerated it. Um, working for yourself, working from home, working on a freelance basis is easy with the internet. And all now, even simple things like the financial structure, like Revolut business accounts, it's fucking drop dead simple to do. You don't have to go down to your local NatWest branch and queue for three weeks to get a fucking business manager account, uh, interview with someone to open a business account. You just go into Revolut and you're done in like, 10 minutes with fucking photocopy your passport and shit. It's so easy to do. There are websites dedicated to, to serving you work, Upwork, Fiverr, freelancer.com. It's dead fucking easy. There are social media platforms like LinkedIn are, are set up for these things. I've heard rumours there's a, a freelancer-only um, kind of add-on coming to LinkedIn. They're doing something for freelancers. I believe I could be wrong. Oh, really? Like um, a marketplace? Um, yeah, something. Like, I, I didn't pay much attention. I should have done, perhaps. But yeah, they're doing. Yeah, a new you should offering. have. That sounds it really interesting. Be, it could be just a rumor. I don't know. Um, I'll probably dig into it this week. It makes sense, though. It does. But the thing is, the, the freelance the freelance marketplace is getting fucking bigger. Well, that means a few things. It means a lot of the stuff we do will become more commonplace, and it, for us, it means that market target market gets bigger that can't be a bad thing it means more competition but i don't give a shit because no one's as good as we are they're just not not with cash they they just don't have a level of experience and knowledge about it and and they don't have our approach either and they don't have me um (laughs) he said modestly that that's all great stuff but the downside is it, for, for freelancers themselves, it means there's more competition. And if they don't learn how to compete on things other than fucking price, they will be competing on price. Yeah. You know? And that's not good for anyone. It's not good for clients. It's not good for, for, for freelancers. So what we're going to see is, is more bitching and moaning from people about having shitty clients being ghosted, working loads for no pay, having doing loads of work, putting in 
invoices that are not been paid, uh, late payments. I think there's a woman a little while ago complaining because she's regularly paid 90 days late and that's affecting her cash flow and she's having to put her own money in to pay, to pay her staff. And I said to her, why don't you just get paid up front? And if they don't pay, you don't do any work or couldn't do that. Oh, I just fucking keep, keep struggling there. I don't give a shit. I don't. I mean, one of the girls I work with, so I'm not going to name them because I tend not to unless they, they volunteer. Well, she has, she has given me recommendations on, on LinkedIn um, openly. So it's Sophie. Um, she, I did three things in the first month with her, probably the first couple of weeks that changed her life. And she said so. The first thing is I got her to put a prices up. No brain. Substantially. Not a murmur from anyone. Second thing I've got to do was um, to get paid up front on retainers. So the new retainers, she would issue the invoice, and then she starts work. And it's as simple as saying, you know, oh, great, Fred, thanks for that. Um, yeah, well, I'll issue the invoice, and when that's settled, um, we can have another chat and start the work seriously. It's all it takes. It's no big deal unless you want to make it one. And the third thing I told her to do was... Um, There was, you don't work for free, you get paid for everything. So you get paid up front, get paid for everything, and you, you, um, you put your prices up. She said those three things changed, not, not just her life in terms of the, the finances, because the cash flow massively improved instantly. But she said it actually changed the way I think about my business. It changed my, I hate you to use the word mindset, but it changed my mindset, she said. Three things, I've just, three tips I've just given everyone here for free. And those three questions about can I help you, do I want to help you, can you afford to pay me? They're life-changing. I could sell those six tips for 100K and people are getting a bargain. Yeah. Absolutely. They won't do it. They won't do it. They won't. It's com- uncomfortable and it's against yeah. industry norms. Well, that's the thing. The against industry norms. Because another thread of hate against me, which Phil Timon sent to me, Bloke last week posted, I might have even mentioned this. The bloke last week posted, um, how much you charge, how much should I charge for a 1500 word blog? And people were coming to say, oh, 350 quid, and someone said, oh, I'd probably go at 250. And I said, my comment was, why are you asking your fellow freelancers for business advice? And then I pointed out, I says, for something, and they said, he said, arbitrarily takes a day to write and research. And I said, for something like that, you, it would be easy if you know what you're doing to get at least 1500 quid for it. I said, no, over a thousand at least, easily. And it is, if you follow my methods when you, you set your hourly rate and then use that to construct the package, no problem at all. But and I, I didn't get any replies to it and I didn't, didn't think any more of it. Then, then Phil sent me this link. This, well, he's actually blocked me, so he's sent me, then he's sent me a screenshot. The guy's slagging me off. <laughs> and it, it, the premise of it is this I'm, I'm full of shit I'm, I'm aggressive and big headed all the rest of it um, and, and, and he proved his point with two things get this right I'm not, I promise I swear I'm not making this up the first damning point against me was I don't get much engagement I looked at his post and it's all crickets and tumbleweed <laughs> that's kind of the point <laughs> and the second thing that, was, that damned me was you ready? But everyone else reckons 350 is about the right figure, so he must be wrong. <laughs> he doesn't see how stupid that is. Now, for anyone who's listening thinking, well, what's wrong with that? Let me explain it to you. 
people come into the freelance industry and say, how much for a thousand word blog? And people say 350 quid. So now there's one more person who thinks that's the going rate. So another newbie comes along two weeks later. How much for a thousand word blog? Well, it's 350, so everyone charges. Everyone charges 350 because everyone charges 350. To say, well, a thousand word blog should be 350 because that's that's what everyone charges makes no fucking sense whatsoever. All it means is that's that's what everyone's been told. That's what everyone believes. That is a classic limiting fucking belief. If you are not charging a thousand quid for a thousand word blog that takes you a whole day to research and write, you ain't much of a fucking freelancer. You're a dog's body. Someone's getting paid that as well. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I've had more than that. I mean, Christ, fucking hell, 20 years ago. No, 25 years ago, I was being paid over a thousand dollars an hour to write fucking um, encyclopedia entries for a computer science thing. And that wasn't even marketing. So, yeah, you can get paid a shit ton of money for writing if you know what you're fucking doing. These people fucking clearly fucking don't. Fuckers. Limiting beliefs. But yeah, I, I charge this because that's what everyone else says I ought to charge. And you don't know what you're talking about because you get no engagement. Well, that's me fucked, doesn't it? <laughs> I disagree with everyone else and no one listens to me. No one, no one comments on my posts. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about then. Then I look at all my clients and the fucking thousands and thousands and thousands they make and all the fucking testimonials I get. And people message me saying, I'm making shut loads more money now. My life is, is, is improved. Got a fucking car I live in the fucking island of sky. Middle of fucking buttfuck nowhere. On an island in Scotland. She's making loads more money now. Thanks to my help. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. Almost. And if anyone does want to get our help, who should they email? Because we should be wrapping up. Yeah, what they do is they email Holly, holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk, and she will sort you out. Alternatively, well, actually, just email Holly. If you want a copy of the book, Welfare Freelancer, which if you follow my advice, will change your life. Again, email Holly. Email Holly for fucking everything. She'll look after you. And John gets you cut. And I'll get a cut because I'm a fucking pimp. All right. Honestly, it's depressing, Connor. It's depressing, but we're doing right. the best we can, aren't we? All right, well, fuck off. We're going. Bye. All right. See you later, alligators. Bye.